in the sleepy town of Banksburg, at the top of Peak Audio, lies the Puffin Publishing House, the last refuge for the greatest literary minds in history. This is the Puffin Publishing Podcast. me, James. James Joyce. I just arrived at the uh, Puffin Publishing House. I'm really excited to be here, work with all these, uh, you know, fellow authors. These guys seem like a, a rascally bunch. Hey, hey, I see you, Ted. That's uh, Ted Geisel. Uh, he's he's a he's a hoot. Uh, I hope you're doing well. Uh, I miss you, babe. Love you. Bye. Nora. I'm sorry. I. This is the first time we've been apart for a long time, and uh, I realize I don't like it. Uh, I miss you, babe. I, I hope that you answer. I I really miss you, and uh, I wish you were here in my bed with me, if you know what I mean. Nora, oh my god, I, I want you so bad, babe, please. Nora, I just wrote this. I think you're really going to enjoy it. Roses are red, garlic bread ain't. I want to lick up and down your taint. Nora! Oh my god, Nora! I just wanna slather those pancake titties of yours up with maple syrup! Give you a grand slam, baby! All night long, Nora! Call me back, baby! Nora, let me stick my bookmark in you! Save my place between the chapters, baby! Oh, Nora, I need you right now! Hey, Nora. Uh. I'm sorry about the last few uh text messages uh it was very unchivalrous of me it was very impolite you're a woman i'm i'm a man i shouldn't talk to you that way i i apologize come on Nora! put some james joyce in your life baby get that joy joy joyce down in your heart baby come on come on baby call me back Nora, 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 Nora. hey Nora. guess what i'm doing I got my pen in my hand and I'm writing my pen 15. <laughs> That's write that out and you'll you'll get it. Come on, Nora! Nora! Nora, I don't think we can do this anymore. I'm I'm sorry. I just I'm a man. I've got needs. I can't do this. We've got to separate. I'll talk to you later. All right, Jane Austen, let's do this. Uh, 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 uh. Welcome to uh, Dante Alighieri's Pasta Hall. How can I help you today? I like one bottle of red. Bottle of white. Okay, and a bottle of white. Bottle of red. Ah, it's nice. Okay, wow, that's a lot of wine for just a one man sitting in an Italian restaurant by himself. Are you expecting another? I can pull over some chairs or take some chairs away to make you feel less lonely. One person's coming in, yeah. Would you like me to get you a booster seat so you can feel taller than everyone so you stop being so sad? Yes. Two, actually. Can I get two? Two booster seats? Yes. Stacked on top of each other? Yes. All right. Well, I'll be right back with you. 
Nobody said anything, so here I am again. <laughs> I brought your two booster seats, and uh, here's a uh, complimentary plate of pasta fanguli. Uh, you just eat that. You you take I'm care sure. of yourself, okay? Yeah. You know, we all go through periods in our life. We're very lonely. We eat a lot of meals alone. We eat in public alone. Did you bring a book? No. Uh, we have some fine Italian prostitutes behind the restaurant. Is that something you would like? I would like... A lovely piece of prosciutto. Got you, a lovely piece uh, of prosciutto. prosciutto. Well, I'll go bring her in. Hey, Giuseppe, it's me, Dante, the owner of the restaurant, Dante's Inferno. Yeah, I know who you are, Dante. Why is prosciutto crying? Oh, well, uh, she... <laughs> Give a handy to some lonely guy. I mean, handjobs, of course, being the international most saddening sex. Act. It is, it is. But I mean, like, I mean, I don't blame her. I saw the guy, and he's like, he is very sad looking. Yeah, he's really sad. And I think as uh, science has come to the forefront of realizing that sad is transferred through osmosis. It is. I mean, he's eaten like five baskets of bread by himself i didn't even realize that was humanly possible yeah I, neither did i no is there anything else that you'd like me to do i'm giuseppe do we at least have any more bread that man is a bread black hole uh, i mean yeah we've got your uh special dante's lusty garlic bread laced with viagra and oysters it is a very popular but i mean usually people eat it in the pairs like, yeah. two people who want something to happen, they eat it together. He eats just by himself. But everyone loves getting a bone. But it's only good when it actually, like, goes somewhere? I don't know. I like just, like, a by-myself boner. Not one that I'm even going to do anything with, just that I can, like, slap around to myself sitting on the couch watching MacGruber on a Thursday night. You're at least washing your hands afterward, right? Oh, no. Uh, Giuseppe, can I have a talk with you in my office? Uh, sure. What about? Do you know that Brenda and Eddie were the popular studies in 75? I didn't understand one word you just said. <laughs> Brenda and Eddie were the popular studies. <laughs> All right, I'm going to get it. Are you weren't using your hands. I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. It's Would it be at all possible to get some service in this fine Italian restaurant? Mario, Mario, how are you doing? Yes, it's me, Mario Puzo, author of the Godfather. Yes. Here in the seventh circle of hell, partaking in your lovely restaurant. It's been so long. How can I help you? I was looking for any service whatsoever. The lonely guy across the restaurant is getting plenty of service, and oh. your busboy seems to be fucking fondling himself to Will Forte. So what can okay. I do for you? Uh, might I get a heaping, steaming pile of Dante Alighieri's, uh, five alarm chili? Oh, uh, yes, the well-known Italian classic dish. Coming right up, Mario. Do you want, uh, sour cream on that? I uh, no thank you. I would like the hot peppers directly in my mouth. Speaking of hot peppers, I'm waiting on a date of some variety. Uh, have you seen a woman wearing... All red that goes by the name of Chunky Lover 63. What's up, girl? Oh, hey, Chunky Lover 63. How you doing? Pretty good. How about yourself? It's weird that you called me a girl just to like open this conversation. I call every girl girl. This date might be getting off on the tragically wrong foot. What about me is feminine? Why don't I go get some of my lusty garlic bread? Two, oh, please. Bottle of white. 
A lot of people could get tired of making noodles all the time. I make noodles every day. I work in the Italian restaurant. I'm always making noodles. But I found a way that's making the noodles uh, don't get boring. Uh, Patrick, Patrick, come here. Close your eyes. Close. Hey, put your hand in this bowl. Is worms. Ooh, ooh, is, is not oh, worms. Oh, they actually spaghetti. Ooh, is not worms. Is spaghetti. Ah, I Are knew you washing stuff. your hands? Slow news day, am I right, guys? A bottle of white. A bottle of red. What the hell? Gaston, Gaston, this man's choking. Oh my god. No, guys, it's uh, fine, it's fine, it's Virgil, my old friend Virgil. Would you like more water? I don't think that's the problem. What is the problem? I'm having trouble understanding you, old friend. <laughs> Can you speak a little clearer? There seems to be a lot of food in your mouth. Oh, sorry about that. I forgot to swallow. Oh, good. When the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie that's, that's a oh, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> you know the classic Italian song, it's a When the moon hits the pie, it's the best glora fly Glora? <laughs> You're not a Glorog here? Glorog? You know the Glorogs There is Nothing about what you're saying that is registering with me on any level. Hey, you mental like mafia intern, get over here! Oh no, I better go back to Naples. Bottle of white, bottle of red. That's just what it's like. These are scenes from an Italian restaurant. A lot of people wonder what it's like working in the kitchen of an Italian restaurant. They say. Why are all these pots and pans on fire? And I say, we didn't start the fire. My boss, he's a real big shot. He tries to tell me how to run my life, but that's not me. Ah, yes, I work in the kitchen, but that's not what I want to do. I want to be the entertainer. I want to be the piano man. I want to be just like Billy the Kid, because that's what it's like. I work here, wanting to do other things. Well, I hope you enjoyed these scenes from an Italian restaurant. If you're listening on an Asian island somewhere far away, I would just like to say to you all, good night, Saigon. It's me, Alan Town. Oh, hey, Alan. May I have your attention, please? We're getting ready to get started. I just wanted to say thank you all for coming to Achtung Bookie, Germany's premier bookstore. Here, as promised, we will have a live reading from the new uh, Grim Fairy Tale. Uh, but before that, as a special uh, treat, if you will, one of the Grim brothers, the one who looks a lot like Matt Damon, will be having a special treat for you all, and perhaps a treat for himself. <laughs> Matt Damon Grim, you may now have the floor. Uh, thank you. Yes, I'm Matt Damon Grim. Um, hello. Welcome to you. I hope you're enjoying the complimentary kettle corn given to you at the entrance. Mm. 
But some explanation, I told my brother, Heath Ledger Grimm, that he wouldn't be able to finish all of Cinderella, his 12-page book. Not surprisingly, he proved me wrong, but unfortunately I said, and these are my words, if you finish this book, I will eat my own shoe. And now I am behest to eat my own shoe, live for you on the stage. I have prepared it inside my favorite food, macaroni and cheese with hot dogs. And I'm going to begin the process now. Okay. So mostly it's just mac and cheese at this point. Oh, I found a hot dog. I think I will know specifically when I get to the shoe, and I will keep you all up to date. Okay. So this is either the longest macaroni noodle in history, or I found the shoelace. It tastes a lot like I imagined it would taste like. My own hands and puddles. So I'm slowly pulling it out of the bowl of macaroni, like the film Lady Tramp, when the two dogs ate spaghetti and fucked. So that, so I've consumed the whole lace. It was generally unpleasant, but that part is over. Some would call it the easy part. I would say, you're not going to have to shit out a whole shoelace later. <laughs> okay, we're going to begin step two. Step two is the tongue, and I pray that it tastes like my tongue. It does not. Confirmed that the tongue of a shoe cooked inside of an apple pie and shoved into a macaroni and cheese with hot dogs does not in fact taste like the human tongue. You learn something new every day, said Grandmama. And that continues to be true. Uh, I have a question. I uh, didn't realize this was an open forum, but go ahead. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just, I, 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 I'm watching you eat the shoe and it's just, it's unlike anything I've ever seen before. My, my question is, did you make a bet to eat your shoe because a plot point of Cinderella is a shoe? That is an excellent question. No, at the time I did not know, but having read the book now, I am glad that I did not make it a glass shoe. I fear I might die if I consumed that, but God only knows. Perhaps when I finish this shoe, I will meet God. I'm beginning to tear into it like an airhead candy. It's really tough. You got to pull on it. It's way more trouble than airhead candies or shoes are worth to eat. Please just go ahead. Okay. Uh, hello, I am here. And is the fact that you are not feasting on a clog have to do with our rising tensions with Holland? Now, it's an interesting question with the political climate at the time. I would, however, ask you, would you like to eat a goddamn wooden shoe? And if so, what the hell is wrong with you? And why do you like splinters in your ass? Now I'm beginning to eat the sole, not like a demon would. I'm eating the sole of the shoe. I've reached the halfway point. There is half a shoe inside of me and half a shoe in my ass where my dad put it when I told him my plans for the evening. I'm going to make a go of this like a Scooby-Doo cartoon. Going to try and swallow the rest of this shoe whole. And hopefully at the end, I will laugh and say, re hee 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 and will not in fact die like a Scooby-Doo ghost. Let us see how it goes. That I am finished. The shoe is consumed, and so too consumed is my soul. Oh boy! Oh god! High school sure is tough! Fuck me running! It ain't easy being me! Christopher Nicholas Polini! Oh, God, John Green, would you leave me alone for just, like, two seconds? Oh, God! No, I don't. Hey, my little buddy, you know you're my favorite. You know how much you love my noogies. Yeah, no, I really don't. That's the thing. 
thing. Like when you pull my underwear up so hard it goes up my ass. I really don't enjoy that. No, You're I fucking subatomic wedgies, man. I mean, it really impacts my colon on a deep, important level. Ah, God. Hey, man, here's a cold one. We can't allow a wedgie cap, man. I just want to go home. Debate club was real fucking hard today. Talking about abortion ain't easy. Ah, God. Why don't you uh, abort your little bitchiness right now? Because I'm going to show you something rad. Oh, is this going to be your dick again? I've seen it already, and I don't like it. It was rad, but right now, it's not Last dick. time you put it on a little skate deck skateboard? Ma yeah, you told me it was Tony Cock. It was fucking awesome because it did a dick flip. Yeah, anyway, it's really easy to grind on Tony Cock. Oh, God. Chris Nick, I got something for you. It's this little bag. Well, it looks like there's just a bunch of fucking oregano in there. I mean, oh, God. Nah, nah little Chris Nick. It's not, it's not oregano. You know what it is? Sweet, stanky weed. The dankiest. Oh, God. It is I'm getting weed. a contact high just kind of being around in Ziploc bag. Oh, God. This is the ickiest sticky that will ever. Is that sweet skunk weed? I don't do drugs. I'm like 12 or something. Come on, man. Oh. Just let me through. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were... Cool, man. When did you ever think I was cool? Oh my god, I was telling Shell Silverstein. He was like, man, I bet Christopher Nicholas Polini is a pretty cool dude. He's horribly mistaken. He'd totally be cool nope. having some drugs. Uh-uh. What are you going to do, Nicholas Polini? You going to fucking narc me? I'm thinking about it, yeah. No, you're not. It's yours now. Oh, come on, don't plant this shit on me, man. I don't need this motherfucker. Eat this Glock. You want to fucking come at me again one more time? Sorry, man. Now I'm gonna take this gun out of your mouth, okay. and you're gonna be a good little boy. You're gonna be a good John Green. You're gonna go back to your YouTube channel. You're gonna sexually awaken 14-year-old girls. That's what you're gonna do. Sure thing. Drop the mic. I'll pick it up for you. That's how Christopher Nicholas Polini do. Ah, hello. Are you Beatrice? Uh, yeah. Ah, yes. My name is Bram. Bram Stoke. Hi, Bram. You come on real strong. Ah! Oh, God. Okay. Well, I apologize. It's from me being my uh, nationality. Yeah, what part of England did you say you were from? Ah, Wales. Yeah, I forget. The Welsh accents. Really, real tricky. Um, yes, my father was from Wales, but my mother was from Transylvania. Well, you, you never know who you're going to meet on Tinder, but you are already the best date I've had from Tinder, so let's just... Well, to be honest, I'm... Give it a go. I haven't decided to send you dick pics yet. Yeah, that automatically makes you the best Tinder date I've ever had. Did you like all the pictures of bats I sent? Yeah, it's better than human dicks. Would you like some uh, wine with that? Yeah, Sorry, I'm very just, nervous. And I don't, I don't want you to take any offense by this. Is this wine going to be blood? What? Is the wine, if we order the house red, is it going to be human blood? No, of course not. The wine isn't uh, blood. No, I would love some wine then. Welcome to the fancy restaurant. Can I take your drinks order? Yes, uh, could I give one glass of Merlot and uh, two glasses of uh, the finest double A blood? Double, no, hold double on. Double A blood that will be out in a minute. Thank you very much. So I thought, and forgive me here if I wasn't clear, when I asked if the wine that was going to come out was going to be blood, I, I did mean all the 
for what? Not just mine. I. It wasn't just limited to this. Oh no, 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 no. The uh, double A blood is not an actual blood. It's a brand of wine. It's a white wine. Why the living shit would they name it double A blood? I don't know. I'm not the one who invented it. Okay, but I can't help but notice that the bread basket is kind of divided evenly in two in the middle of the table, and that my half is bread and your half is virgin meat? Well, it's, uh, it's, uh, it, it, it's, 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 um, I'm, I'm a bit trying to watch my weight, so I'm not trying to consume carbs. Okay. Here are your drinks. Looks like you're running low on virgin meat. Would you like a refill? Uh, no, not yet. Give us a few more minutes to peruse the menu. Yes. He just openly called that virgin meat. Oh, it is a house specialty. Dead virgin virgins cooked and served as the appetizer? Well, it's not virgin meat. It's virgin cow meat. Oh, so the cows never fucked? Well, that's sad. It's the same thing as like a veal. Baby I mean, I don't feel much morally better about eating a baby cow than I do a human virgin, but I mean, you at eat the same time, it is different. We eat them, we die, we become, well, you die. I'm we sorry. Did you say I die? Yes, of course. I'm gonna give you one more chance, Brobs. Uh, what am I doing? You keep consuming human parts, and when the main entree comes out here, if it is any kind of a human, if it's a human hogtied with a fucking apple in their mouth, if it's a small baby inside a quesadilla, I don't care. If it is any kind of people meat, I'm leaving. Good speech. I deserve better. Oh, by the way, I forgot to tell you two that today's special is Turk on a Stick. Mmm. It's probably talking about turkey on the stick. Right. Garson, I think I'm ready to order. What can I get you? I would like the house salad. House and, salad. And uh, you know what? Uh, he won't be having anything because he's about to fill up on this complimentary garlic bread. Aren't you, Brum? Uh, no, thank you. I, Brum? As, I, as I said, watching my weight, carbs and stuff. Yeah, but nobody is that fucking stingy about it. If you eat this garlic bread and don't burst into flames, Wait a second date is yours. Wait a minute. Have you been thinking I'm a vampire this entire time, Beatrice? I don't see how a rational human being could sit across from you and not just kind of oh. assume you're a vampire. It's more than just the accent, it's the cape and the fangs and the fact that you are rolled in here in a coffin and that weird little dude next to you that you call Renfield? You're doing great, master. See, that's weird! That's the kind of stuff oh, no. that you do. Oh, but Beatrice. I don't care but what you do in the shadows, but when you're out here, you gotta put away the vampire stuff. Beatrice, understand, I'm not a vampire. I'm a horror writer. This is what we do. Oh! oh. You see, it's all part of- the garlic bread, you oh. bitch! Audio log for Dave Tolkien. I am here uh, completing my father's lost works. He has a closet full of unused manuscripts that I am going to sort through in an attempt to find some to sell to the world that has been drastically missing the work of my father. Um, I guess let's go through it one at a time. Um, here's the first one. In and out again, a hobbit's tale. Oh, daddy, no. Oh, Daddy, that's not a good book. Okay, we're not we're not gonna use that one. Uh, let's let's just try another from the random pile. Um, let's see, Brer Rabbit and the Fuck Patch. Oh, Daddy! Oh, Daddy, no! Oh, Daddy was a dirty boy. Okay, you know, let's try a different box. Um, let's see if we get some better suggestions from like a maybe that was his fuck box. Um. Dick me, Bilbo Baggins! Oh, Daddy, please! Daddy, stop! Daddy was a dirty boy! Oh, Daddy, that's not good! Oh, 
Daddy, no! Alright, let's try- Ooh! This one's big and thick. Daddy liked him big and thick. Let's see if this one's good. The Spermarillion! Oh, Daddy, why? Oh, Daddy, stop! Okay, this one, tucked high up on a shelf. Tom bump a dildo in my butt! Oh, Daddy! Oh, Daddy, stop! Daddy, you were so naughty! Okay, this one looks clean. It looks nice. It looks usable. Frodo and Sam. Coming soon! Ah, oh, Daddy, why'd you have to ruin it, Daddy? Oh, God, Daddy, this is all I have to remember you by. You're a silly Daddy. You are a naughty Daddy. No! So I've dug to the deepest, darkest parts of this closet, and I have found what looks to be like a poem that my father wrote to say goodbye to me, Dave Tolkien. Dad, I didn't... Let's just, let's just read it. Let's just read it. My dearest son, our time together is precious to me. And I hope that what you remember of me are the good times, not the bad. I hope you remember the times I made you laugh, that I brought you joy, the times that we went to the park together. I hope those are the times that you have after I pass on. And I will pass on, son. It's a time that comes for all men. Just like my dick! Oh, dang! <laughs>《I'm John Ronald Rule Tolkien, and today I would like to read you some lost chapters from my great fantasy epic, The Lord of the Rings. These are chapters that my editor deemed unnecessary in the finished product. However, I believe that they add a whole new layer of depth to the story. Today, I would like to read you some of these missing chapters. First chapter is entitled, Legolas and Gimli Go All the Way. Well, Legolas, I think we all know that this had to happen eventually. Why, yes, my fair Gimli. Don't think I haven't caught you staring at me with your bedroom eyes. Oh, my dear elf, you do not know the thoughts that have drifted through my head all those days we rode together off into the sunset. Night after night after all those battles we fought, I saw you pluck your bowstring once or twice, and I often thought, why does he not pluck my bowstring? What's all going on in here? Said Aragorn as he suddenly burst into the room. Uh, nothing, said Legolas, quickly pulling up his trousers. Well, it looks to me like you two are about to go at like a couple of nimbly bimbly hobbits in a bimble bimble yard. <laughs> said Aragorn rather accusingly. No, said Gimli. I was just hoping Legolas find his and his car keys. His car keys, said Aragorn. Where in the bloody hell did you find a fucking car that would have keys to it that you could drive around in this fucking godforsaken Middle-earth wasteland? To which Legolas replied, there are many high arts that we elves have not yet shared with you menfolk. To which Aragorn replied, well, that seems rather selfish because you got fucking Frodo and Sam walking across the fucking earth on their fucking feet and you got a fucking car you could have gave them that could have made that trip all the more easier suddenly Gandalf burst into the room and he said men 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 and dwarf why must we fight among ourselves when the real enemy is conniving in Mordor? To which Legolas replied, I am sick of living a lie! I think it is time we tell them, Gimli, what is really going on here. And Gimli said, but Legolas. To which Legolas replied, no, it is time. 
He put his arm gently around Gimli, ran his hand up and down his lover's back many times in comfort, and said, Me and Gimli are in love. Suddenly, Elrond himself burst through the room and said, I forbid it! To which Legolas replied, But Lord Elrond, we are truly, deeply, madly in love. It is interspecies love, I know, but it is ours, and we own it as such. Why can you not just be happy with us? To which Gandalf put his arm around Elrond, pulled him aside for a little sage bro-down hoedown, and said, Listen, we have thought one way for many years. Perhaps it is time we thought another. You see, if we would deny love between two of our friends, does that not make us any different from the Dark Lord who would quench all love from this great middle earth that we so reside in, lovingly? To which Aaron replied, and I've really thought about it that way. And to which Aragorn replied, Oi! Legolas! Yef toy! It's your fucking car keys right next to your fucking wallet on the table, you stupid idiot! the pony. 
needs to teach you another valuable lesson on life. And what's that lesson, Mr. Steinbeck? The things you love, you carry in your heart with you. In your heart, kid! Now drink that pony! All of it! Drink the pony! But Mr. Steinbeck, I learned in school today that when you drink something, it goes into your stomach and not your heart! It's close to your heart! No, drink the pony! I am like at least like a crazy straw because it's my birthday! Take the crazy straw! I want you to guzzle that pony down! Oh god, it's warm! I know it is! It's a freshly killed pony! Do you have, like, ice like a chip in it so it's not as warm? Life is coarse and hard and rough and there's still bits of bone and fur in it! You can't have ice cubes, kid! Now drink the pony! What did we learn about life? I learned in life that sometimes the one you thought you could trust and feel safe around will just one day walk over and fuck your life! That's right! And don't tell your parents! Hey, Pookie. Yeah, what is it, Mookie? Pookie, we gotta be real safe tonight, you understand? Why we gotta be so safe? It's the street, and we're toughs. We are street toughs. We make the street unsafe. You ain't heard about that masked vigilante, what done is undoing the drug trade, what's plaguing this fair city? No, I haven't. Yeah, well, we gotta watch out as two drug runners plaguing this fair city. I think we'll be okay running all of these cowboy boots full of cocaine, because no one suspects cowboy boots having cocaine. Well, it's a foolproof plan. <laughs> You're right, I don't suspect that naturally, but I feel like this Weisenheimer might be wise to our Heimers, you understand? Oh, I don't like anyone being wise to my Heimers. What's you done heard of this masked vigilante? I hear he can't see shit, but he can see shit, you know? I done heard that he knows all your secrets and if you ever had dirty thoughts about your stepmom. Oh god, I've had three stepmoms at three times the trouble. No, he's really not gonna like you. Oh, he's gonna have it out for me, Mookie. Oh, I'm scared. You should be scared. Oh gosh, it's a tall imposing figure silhouetted against a floodlight. Why did we set up that floodlight in this dark and rainy alley, Mookie? But it does create quite the entrance for me now, doesn't it, criminal? Ah! You afraid of this? It's a very large hatchet. I'm very frightened by your ex. It's a large hatchet. I'm it's Gary Paulson from BuzzFeed.com and from YourDeath.org backslash right now. Oh no, don't hashtag Moidalite. Me. I'm gonna undo all the crime you've been criming on this city. Hey, hold on there, Mr. Paulson. What if I struck a deal with you? Would you like a cowboy boot full of the finest Colombian cocaine? What do I get in exchange for a cowboy boot full of the world's finest cocaine? You don't hack me limbs off or my partner Pookie. Yeah. I'm sorry, Mookie. No, I'd like to... <laughs> it's very confusing. We just kind of found each other, you know? I'm just so frightened at the moment. When you're the only two kids in third grade whose names end in Uki. You kind of form a special bond. I value our friendship. I just hope we get to keep our friendship going a little longer. That ain't gonna happen. You're gonna form an extra special bond on the third level of hell. Oh, no! It's reserved for both drug runners and people that disgrace the legacy of the American West. But these boots are from Mexico. They're used by rancheros that had nothing to do with the American West. Die, street tough. Oh, no, my limb. And I killed your partner. No! Oh, I died as I lived, smuggling 
Selling cocaine inside memorabilia. Mookie, you was too young. You had such an attractive stepmother. Now I got one question. What is Or I cut off the rest of your limbs. For the funsies? I mean, what else am I going to do with That's it? That's awful grisly, Mr. Paulson. No, I'm going to hide your body inside cowboy boots. Oh, no. 700 cowboy boots. That's a lot of cowboy boots. Are you going to get those cowboy boots at the long, tall, Rexon cowboy boot emporium that I don't hide all my cocaine in? No, but thanks for all the info. Gosh dang it, you've outsmarted me, Mr. Paulson. One question for you. Yeah? Do you remember my brother, Barry Paulson? What done you killed in a cocaine deal? You mean Pumps Paulson, who'd smuggle cocaine in pumps, but they were much easier to detect because he wants no goods at it. That's right. Now I got a new shoe for you. Yeah. Called a stiletto, which is the name of my large hatchet. Which is Oh no! Another victory for Gary Paulson. Grind fighter. It's me, Herbert Hoover. I used to run this piece, but now I'm just another guy. If you're anything like me, you feel betrayed and distrustful of the American people. That's why I invented a system to help you get to know people better. It's Herbert Hoover's Pervert Prover. <laughs> Have you ever wondered if someone's trying to get a sideways look at your bunghole? Or you think some creepo's looking down your chest? hole. That's what Herbert Hoover's pervert prover is for. Herbert Hoover's pervert prover. Never feel unsafe again. Or actually feel very unsafe occasionally when you learn when someone actually is a pervert. Herbert Hoover's pervert prover. Just listen to this audio demonstration. Hi there, young man. Excuse me? Yeah? Were you looking down my chest Weep. hole? Oh, no, Weep. I wouldn't look down your chest Weep. hole. Hey, what's that beeping? Is that is that Weep. a tuba? Stunning. Herbert Hoover's Pervert Prover. Download Herbert Hoover's Pervert Prover today. And keep a lookout in a few months when I'll be providing you a new system to transport your iced treats from one place to another. Herbert Hoover's Sherbert Mover. Call today. Herbert Hoover's Pervert Prover. Puffin History presents the Battle of Bunker Hill. Diary entry, June 15th, 1781. The Battle of Bunker Hill is about to begin. Hello, diary. It's me, Sam. Let me tell you about the Battle of Bunker Hill, diary. Oh, you're going to love hearing about it, diary. First off, this morning, General Kristoff from the American side had a few things to say to his boys. There, boys, let's get these meatheads off my hill. Yeah, boss, let's get them off the hill. Let's get that hill good, boss. I don't know why you yell inside for yourselves, you meatheads. We gotta get those boys out there. I it. We gotta make these hills sleep with the fishies. No, I'm racist. But I heard from me mate on the British side, because I'm on the American side. We heard from me mate on the British side that General Cornwallis was amassing. The greatest army Middle-earth had ever seen.
Alright boys, it's me, General Cornwallis. Hi. Hello boys. Hey Corny. Hey Cornwallis. You guys the uh, German mercenaries have gotten for us? That's right, Cornwallis. Yeah, that's me, German mercenary. That's right. <laughs> that's right as I expected. Anyway. Oh shit. Anyway. You shouldn't be drinking on the job, man. Hey, no, fuck you, listen. What do you got in your canteen there? Whiskey. It was corn. They just said, let's send the corn ballers to the corn wallers. Yeah, no, I get that now. Anyway, we're gonna go in, the, we're gonna win us a war. We're gonna take these rocks. Uh -huh. And you see we're standing on top of a mountain uh -huh. covered in smaller rocks. Uh, right, okay. so we're gonna take gravel. these rocks. Gravel, yeah, gravel, yes. gravel, gravel. Anyway, we're I'm gonna do- I'm gonna judge, I'm gonna bang my gravel. Oh my god, I'm going to court-martial you. Court Marshal Phil. What I would say is that we throw these rocks down the hill to cause an avalanche. I'm just gonna throw one of the mercenaries. Oh no, it's an avalanche. Hey, I'll do what he do. Wee! 1080 avalanche for Nintendo GameCube. That's right. <laughs> that was British General. <laughs> <laughs> It was after that point when, oh man, shit really got hairy. That's when Bigfoot showed up. Oh my god, guys, look, on the battlefield, it's Bigfoot and Sally's brothers. That's right, we're Bigfoot and Sally's brothers. We're a prog rock band. One, two, three, fuck. Not my usual style music, but I can get behind that. Man, ain't that something? It's amazing what you can learn in history class. So, listen, it was after that point, and oh, oh man, do we have a great time. Oh, it was three days of partying and rain there at Bunker Hill Stock. There was lots of fucking. I got me Jimmy wet, and the rest of me wet, because it was raining that day. So after the three days of festivities, the men was quickly running out of food. But that's when we brought in Cookie. Alright, now you say you need some food. That's right. We're starving. It's so without food here. See, here's your biggest problem. Here's the easiest solution. Ever wondered why they call me No Legs Cookie? I always thought it was weird that you had no legs. There's a very good reason why I don't have legs. All you need to do is you need to take your mustard and a, you need to find yourself a partner. Then you gotta slather the mustard all over your partner's calves. Rub it on like massaging oil, but it's mustard. Okay. And, and then you both lay on the ground as if you're gonna 69, but you won't. You're not 69ing, you're 60 dining. Because. I am the Hamburger Man. What the I fuck is this? <laughs> I don't know. This is a you reference. I'm not getting it. Human beat. So oh, wait. you can't eat your human feet, but you can eat my cow's meat. Hamburger Man, I can't have you ruin this for me. Wait, no, it's cool. He's got regular like meat we can eat. We don't have to resort to cannibalism. No, this. no, listen. That's traitorous rebel American meat. How is it rebel? He has a Creole accent. You missed your chance with Hamburger Man. Oh, bag. damn it. No, I gotta he eat my friends. No, stand. listen. If you want to be, you know he goes if you want to be an upstanding British citizen, wait, wait, you gotta eat your, you gotta eat your best friend's calf. Okay. Ow. Boy, wasn't that great? Cartoon bite sound effects and everything. War sure is hell. Speaking of hell. So, uh, are you are you stoked for the for the big battle tonight? I'm so excited, man. So pumped. Hey, dude, you know what I was thinking? What? I think I'm gonna go out on the battlefield tonight. Yeah. And I think I'm gonna get my red badge of courage. Are you gonna get your red badge of courage, huh? Yeah, I Will really do? think so, yeah. Really? I, I, I was I was looking at a, a British officer oh out there, yeah. yeah. And uh, I don't know, I, I I think he's the one. I think he's gonna be my red badge of courage. Oh my god, really? Yeah, oh my god. I think so. I'm so excited for you, man. I know, I'm really excited. I've been waiting so all war to get my oh red my badge god. of courage. No, it's, it's listen, finally... I got my red badge at the last war. Did you really? Yeah. What was it like? It was, okay, like, let me tell you, it's scary at first, uh -huh. but then you just gotta. 
just got like you just gotta take a bayonet, uh-huh. just go at it, just keep going, and eventually you'll hit a rhythm that works for you and your partner, because you both gotta be happy. So here's my thing. I'm yeah? just like really nervous about yeah. my first red no, badge. Listen, it's fine. Your first red badge is always gonna seem the biggest deal, but mm-hmm. once you start warring long enough, you'll learn that it's just a red badge. And what what's most important is to find someone you wanna get red badges from more than once. Gary, I'm just really nervous about you know getting my first red badge. Now I like to practice. Can you stick your bayonet in me? Uh, just a tip. Just a tip. Just a tip. Uh, uh, oh, oh God. Uh, uh, the, ba- uh, the badge is forming. The badge uh, is forming. Oh God. Uh, oh God. Oh. Uh, oh, uh, Keith. Or my Keith. Let's stop the war and go get married somewhere. Let's. Okay. Okay. Boy, those guys really interrupted me, huh? <laughs> Just like right in the middle of the thing I was doing. But anyway, let's fast forward to the end of the battle when, I don't know, General Cornwallis won. Wow, isn't it great? Wow, I won all the time. Yes, even th- did it. Yeah, I just it. kept shoving you off cliffs, starting avalanches, no. and you just kept coming back. And that's how the Colorado Avalanche hockey team was formed. My head hurts. Even though Colorado is not a thing yet. The rest of this feels solid, though, like historically solid. Everything right up until that, until we mentioned the state of where Denver's at, everything seemed pretty We're really up. breaking the whole fucking canon of the universe, huh? Oh my god, I think there's a time rip happening right now oh my gosh i'm falling into it back on help me boys excuse me it's me hg wells i've been traveling through time in order to find some way of help i'm after this guy matt damon grimm yeah that's right you know you want to kill matt damon grimm i want to kill matt damon grimm i want to kill him hold up i've missed a few weeks Hi, gentlemen, my oh. name is Seth McGrinnon. Seth McGrinnon, nice Seth, to meet you. Hi, Seth nice McGrinnon. Boy, you really are grinning. Hi, wow. nice to meet you. Here's my business card, here's oh. my uh, credit card, and Whoa, here's credit my... credit card, wow. Uh, yeah, no, it's actually <laughs> voided out. Oh, okay, cool. Hi, gentlemen, What's welcome to uh, Seth McGrinnon's Grinnin' Car Dealership. We have a whole lot of used and uh, pre-used and also lightly used cars. A lot in multiple ways there. Wow, okay, no, and there's a lot of that's cars. That's excellent. Yeah, well, I'm... Jack Kerouac, author of On the Road. And I'm Cormac McCarthy, author of The Road. And we're looking to hit the road. So we're going to buy a a, a car from you if that's something we can do. We're doing a uh, Word Worlds Collide issue of our books called On the Road. On the Road, the Road. On the Road, the Road. And uh, we're just uh, trying to kind of do the best of both worlds. It's a Marvel versus DC kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, Seth, it's me. It's me, J.J. Ballard. I really like crashing cars. I know it's been about 23 years since I last bought a car from you, but I want to crash another station wagon. Hey, uh, J.J., really? how's it going? Really? J.J. J.J. Ballard? J.J. Ballard. Yeah, J.J. Ballard. I like crashing cars. It gets me off. Oh, so you wrote a... You, you, you're not an author. No, no, I'm an author. I wrote... Crash! Who's it after my David Cronenberg? It's about people get off at car crashes. Uh, okay, hold yeah. the God. Yeah. No, 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 Wait, no, 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 no. Shut uh, up, Justin. Uh, okay. Shut up, Justin. What? Who what? the fuck is changing? Okay, okay. Audio okay. cuts. Okay. 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 We okay. It off. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, I stopped the machine. Justin. What? Who the 
fuck is J.G. Ballard? J.G. Ballard, very acclaimed science fiction author, wrote Drowned World, he wrote High Rise, which was made in like a Tom Hiddleston movie like you two years ago. You are making this shit up. No, no, Wait, look him up. Crash, look him up. you like the movie? Yeah, no, you know the David Cronenberg movie where... I didn't know Cronenberg did it, but okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. The P2, it's like the couple who like get in a car crash, and they like start getting yeah, off no, about you're, car you're crashes. You're thinking of the Paul Haggis one, he's talking about the David Cronenberg one from like 95. Oh, yeah. You're gotcha. talking the one from a decade later about like racism and stuff, okay, but gotcha. Justin, yeah, we... This guy wrote G. Ballard? Yeah. Oh, Wait. oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm Mario Puzo. I wrote a story about a guy who You know who everybody knows? Mario Puzo, Be author of The Godfather. People at least know The Godfather so they can make the connection. They can make hey. a one-to-one -one connection. You're, you're talking... These are two... He wrote books that got turned into movies nobody's fucking heard of, no, Justin. You know what? You know got, what? No, no. Justin. What, what Justin, show? We're talking about one... A book called Crash that was adapted into a movie called Crash. Yes. But isn't the movie that everyone knows called, called Crash? Yeah, exactly. I got confused. Like, what the, the listeners are probably going to do the same thing. I haven't seen this movie about racism or whatever. You haven't God seen Crash? No! Okay, so we're... Just, we, I'd rather watch movies about people getting off about car crashes than racism. Well, let's just, Wait, man. hold up. What, they get off on... What does it even mean, get off on car crashes? It means they, like... They blow, you know. Are you talking Wait, about the Johnny Depp movie? No. You're, oh, so you're talking about the Johnny Depp movie? Okay. No, 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 guys. It guys. is about a couple. The Johnny Depp movie that was crash. made a book was guys, uh, Fear and Loathing. Guys, I, I think he's talking about people actually like you know getting off. No, we've gotten we've gotten grossly off track here. Yeah, Justin. Yes. Off the track? the putt with Paige and Vern. Justin. The root of Puffin is that we take authors that people are familiar with and, and twist them. We twist yeah. them like a nipple. So it, like, it, oh, Jane Austen, she wrote these stately like romances. It's funny that she fucking talks about dicks and shit. Like, well, what's you know funny what? about this is like, and both of our authors wrote like The Road. So it's like, you can stretch your imagination like, oh, the people that wrote about the road. They're on the road, the road they're going, they're, they're driving, driving, they're driving, they're driving. No. And even someone who's like fucking Dr. Seuss, he wrote all these nice kids books, so instead I go, crazy. I go off of the deep end and do like a serial killer, like fucking Hannibal type of shit with that. That's, that's, get it. that's, that's the funny. joke. Yeah. That's the joke of it all. Just you coming in with this like motherfucker who says like, oh, I get off on car racks. The Fuck! But that's the joke, is he wrote a book about people getting off about car wrecks, so he, as a person, gets off about car wrecks. That's funny! Hey, hey, guys, guys, that's funny! Guys, 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 give me one second. I, I gotta go, I, like, I gotta go take a drink. Hold on. Yeah, alright, okay. Joe, we'll, I'll see you sure later, thing, bud. Sure thing, Joe. Are you sure you're not talking about the music video for The Scientist by Coldplay, where he's, like, walking backwards and it reveals it's a car crash? See, I don't get that reference! Are you talking about The Curious Case of Benjamin Button, where Daisy is hit by a car based on a short story written by F. Scott no, Fitzgerald? No, 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 we're not doing this. We're not riffing. Are we, are we here? I am cutting this riff short. But I've got a flash joke set up already. I don't all care. Right. All right, I'm back. I downed a fourth of whiskey. Oh That's fine. Okay. So we need to so, talk about that too at some, we, at some point. We'll talk about that at some point in the future. Okay. All right, so how about how about this? How about this? Okay. Um, all right, what? All right. We're at a car dealership. Let's yes. talk about literally anyone other than J.G. Ballard. Do you have anyone else? Anybody else? I... 
You know what? I think Justin got it confused, and it's he's supposed to be doing JG Wentworth, and like he's like eight seven like, seven Kosh now. See, yeah. that's funny. People get no, no. It's not I a put joke. a lot of work into making this podcast listen. into like something that people actually listen to. No, but that's not a joke. That's a fucking sellout. We have made a pact to not do advertisements in our podcast. I did an advertisement at the beginning of episode eight, oh, but not seven. like real ones. Guys, Go I'm sorry. shut the fuck I up. Can't, I can't handle conversation. I'm gonna go lay down on my Lisa mattress right now. One second. God damn. It's okay. as cool as the other side of the pillow. Shut oh, up, Fern. Okay, let me talk to Justin one okay. more. Just okay. let me, okay. just let me one more. I'm man to man. Let me go drink another fourth of whiskey. We do need to talk about we that. We do. Though. We'll have a conversation. Shut up. You don't know my life. I do. He lives with him. Okay. Whatever. What, Kevin? Ju Justin. TV's Kevin Lanigan. How can I, Justin Garmouth, help you? I, I hate to pull rank on you here, but when Don Pardo yeah. Comes on at the end of every Puffin episode. Right. Who does he say first? He was Kevin Lanigan. Every time. Yeah. Before Gilbert Gottfried. Right. Before Janine Garofalo. Yeah. Before Gilda Radner. You get where I'm going. Yeah. You know, before you start, we start naming silly names. Yeah. I'm... I'm like third. Yeah. You're third of the Puffin boys. Yeah. You're like 17th. Sometimes you're after, like, three Bobby Moynihan's. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I still don't get why you keep bringing him up. Because it's funny. He's got a funny name. So do See, so many See, he's got a people. funny name, and people know who he is. I don't. You do. I don't. Well, fucking, I don't exist in your little fucking fishbowl fucking world with a little sandcastle and a little fucking treasure chest. I don't live in whatever fucking aquarium with their like clam making bubbles and shit that you No, I'm saying you live in this little fucking fishbowl and and, 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 I, and I try to poke the fishbowl I try to get the fish's attention but the fish isn't fucking listening to me okay no I fishes hate that hey, fucking guys. I put 20 hours of work into editing this podcast every single month and you are fucking shitting hey, all hey over guys, it. guys. You are shitting on me, Justin Garmaroff. Kevin, 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 namaste. Oh, okay. Namaste. Here, have, Justin, the train, namaste. have some food oh. I made from Blue Apron. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. He just gets to bend me over and goatsee me <laughs> and I'm not allowed See, these are the references we don't We need to calm down a little Okay, bit. let right. me touch my nipples. That's what always calms me down. Just TV's Kevin Lanigan. He Listen. loves okay. touching no. his nipples. I'm hey. glad we're not recording so anyone could hear that Kevin yeah. Lanigan just loves touching his own nipples. Also, Kevin, is you, are you hard right now? I'm glad we're not Constantly, recording. Constantly, because my own voice is erotic to me. Why do you think I'm all over this fucking show? Yeah. This a, isn't a comedy podcast. This is my fucking get down right, Guys, mix. guys, guys. More like Don no. Guys, if our podcast was a pretty lady, slap, he'd slap, be all slap, over ow. her back. Ah, that was delayed pain. Y'all listening to Joe? Y'all listen to Joe right yeah, now? Yes, Joe. Uh, we have a good sketch idea. The road, road, on, the road, road on the road. On the road. It's a rich joke pool that we can pull from. It is. Ooh. It is. However, Justin, I have an Ooh. idea. Guys, Joe hurt me really hard. Burn. Joe burn, hit me really burn, hard. Hey, burn, hey, 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 h
Do you think Vern's gonna be okay? Joe hit him really hard. I know you don't know who Joe is, but... Who Vern? I'm Mark Twain! Oh, wow. He is, he is going to be fine. Is that he's, a good he's just, Me, Mark Twain! He's... Oh, put, oh, wow. Put, put, um, put your hand over his mouth for a very quick second. Don't cover his nose. Don't squeeze his nose. Don't squeeze his don't nose. Don't squeeze his nose and close his do, mouth so he can't breathe. Do, 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 do not squeeze his nose. He needs to breathe through okay. his nose. Okay. Okay. Essentially what has happened is that Joe's mm -hmm. hit has rattled his brain. So wow, is, really scrambled that egg up. Huh? He's bouncing between characters. Please put, please put your hand over his mouth. I, it's there. I can't put it on any harder without probably killing him. I'm sure still took the Your friend, Joe, correct? Yeah, Joe Conroy. He sounds like a rake. He's third build in Puff. He's, no, he's second. Either, I forgot that Gabe died. Either one of them. Um, he sounds like a raging alcoholic. <laughs> yeah, um, no, we'll have a talk about it. We'll have a talk about it. However, it sounds like he hit Vern Dooley so hard that his brain is currently bouncing inside of his skull, and with each consecutive bounce, it's bouncing between his Puffin Publishing. Yeah, he's, he's, he's famous characters from the Puffin Publishing Oh, with the tuba. Vern is oh, at least head. our second most popular cast member, and he has a lot of, like, really rich fan-favorite characters to choose from. Put her right in the oven at if, if, if we're talking an estimate here, how many characters? How many How many rich, detailed characters that, yes. that fans love? Mm. Oh, he's got at least, like, five really strong ones. Oh, um, overall, overall. Overall? Overall? Oh, God. Um, one, two, three, six, 23? Okay, I so we will need we, okay, okay, we will okay. need to hold him here. Yeah, it's okay. Talk, can I can I talk to you in private real fast? Absolutely. Hey, listen. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna come clean. Very clean. Um, like Doctor Clean. Like I'm. Oh, like I. Wilson. No. Oh, wow. He nurse. got up real yes. fast. Yes, Doctor. Uh, go and uh, please contain Mr. Tooley. He's wandering about. Sedatives, sir. The elephant ones. Don't worry. The elephant tranquilizers are there. Just okay. simply oh, to you. Oh, who put Socrates in my mouth? Who okay. Did this? Listen, I I just want to talk to you candidly about Vern for just a second. I, Absolutely. I and I, I think this is important information you should know about. Vern. Vern is my best friend, and so I know him better than almost anybody, and I, there's some things you maybe need to know wow, sound, about him before... You sound a little... Just just, just maybe to get an understanding of what's going on in this You sound thing. a little bit like a condescending asshole, but I will let... TV's Kevin Lanigan does that a lot. Well, considering that's the form you filled out when he's you brought He's really him concerned in. that people hate him. Here's some things you need to know about Vern. Alright. Number one, he's like really gay. Like... Like he's the most gay. Nurse, nurse, I wish you had a cup of put in my mouth. I don't know like, if you heard it. He said, nurse, nurse, I wish you had a cock to put in my mouth. Um, That's super gay. Like, like, what okay. What patterns are these? These are beautiful. There's no way the microphone that I carried with me is picking him up right now. I have, like, it I have doesn't the... work that way. I don't know why he keeps talking. I have... From that distance. Let's... He could just be right next to the microphone and no one would know. This, this... Number two, he had, the, he and, and Justin don't really have a good understanding of how the microphone that we record the podcast on works. Where if you're too far away and you speak really softly, nobody can hear you and it's really hard for me to edit it. Background jokes are so funny, nurse. I love background no, jokes. No, no, number, no. Number three thing you need to know about. Okay, I'm, Shush. I'm the doctor here. Shush. I'm the doctor here. I'm, Shush. All right, I'm number three thing right you know in. about Vern. I know it kind of seems like the slap rattled his brain. That's kind of how he always hacks. <laughs>
This has been a Talkback Podcast.